This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts, a, uh, a show. Period. <laughs> <laughs> it is a show. This is episode number 383, and you've seen that because you downloaded this goddamn thing. <laughs> or you clicked on it. You know that. Why am I? Why do I do this every week? Why do we have Because to- everybody does. It's just... Welcome to the title of the show that you already read because you clicked on it. Welcome to right. show name you know, title number you know, because I, I did it on mm-hmm. Sunday. So, hey. Yeah. We're glad to have you along for the ride. Hey, welcome, everybody. I'm your host, uh, X, and joining me this week is Kyle. Because I couldn't be asked to try to get other people to come. <laughs> and that's not saying Felicia doesn't want to be here. She had she had some bullshit house sitting or something she had to do. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, or yay for you in that case. I don't know. I, uh, Depends on what house it is. I don't know. I don't know. They <laughs> couldn't be here. So Yeah. So, anyway, um, new uh, YouTube channel. Go find us out there. Uh, surprisingly, cutting back to like one episode a week is making the subscribers go up. <laughs> Weird. It's almost like it doesn't matter what you do. You can't make you can't make the algorithm happy, make, man. You can't make YouTube happy. No, no. And I somebody posted a screenshot in one of the discords I'm in of what YouTube looked like, like the month it came out, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god, I remember how terrible this website used to look. <laughs> And how bloated it is now, you know. It's crazy. Oh, it's terrible, man. Man. So, uh, let's see. Find us on Saturdays uh, every every Saturday night starting at 8 p.m. Mountain Time is when we do the Twitch show. That's uh, twitch.tv slash Outcasts. And we're going to be leaning heavier and heavier into that as the, uh, the show goes on because YouTube doesn't like small content producers anymore. They, they just don't. And also, I don't have the wherewithal to actually do functional video editing or anything <laughs> this is a live show this is a live show it's just one of those things so welcome to last week tonight with outcast x says an abyssian <laughs> yeah pretty much it's it's yeah that's pretty close it's that's pretty close yeah but he has like a whole production staff that gets like things ready for him and switches it around when he says the key word and you know mm-hmm. well, i can set up twitch to do shit like that i just that's more work than i want to do right now <laughs> I could have the, you know, the the box over here somewhere and have it show up with like a funny image or something like that. But nah, that's too much work. I'd much rather just switch us over to the cameras being like this and us having something in the background and then coming right back to it. And I'm going to work on doing stuff like that because I can pan over to Felicia for 20 minutes when she's talking about something. I'm not throwing shade. That's just funny as shit. She would laugh, too. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, let's go on. Let's go ahead and catch up on what we've been doing this past week. Um, You're taking a drink, drink, so I'm not going to go to you first. So for me, uh, I've been having fun just still doing the Twitch thing. That's that's a lot of fun doing uh, live streams of me playing Minecraft. And uh, I finished Halo Infinite and I was fucking mad about that game because they sell it for 60 bucks, right? 
the the multiplayer came out first and it's something that you could download and play whenever you wanted on steam right it's just anybody can play it's free to play yeah and then they come out with a campaign and they're like okay the campaign mode is going to be 60 dollars for this new game and i'm like cool it's a halo game i'll probably enjoy the story i'll probably have fun with it it didn't fucking go anywhere <laughs> and at the end of it it's like nice. at the end of it you complete this mission and it just drops you back off like where you were earlier in the game and it's like, let's go catch up on whatever else you missed, you know. Which also signified a, hey, get ready to pay more money in 2023 for DLC because that's what we do nowadays. We don't release full games with a complete narrative. We release a handful of missions and then go pay 20 more bucks to continue the fight and see how this ends. And I'll be a fucking sucker that buys it when it comes out again, too. But it's just one of those things like downloadable content used to be something that was extra you know it was more it was more than what you got from the game like yeah. morrowind like when you when i remember playing that for the first time elder scrolls 4 great fucking game played it all the way through and then they're like okay well we have dlc for like this extra island you can go to or horse armor yeah i bought horse armor <laughs> did it do anything no it just looked cool that's about all it was <laughs> but anyway it's just it, it blows my mind that in this day and age, they, they release a half-finished, unfinished game that doesn't even allow for, like, drop-in co-op play. Like, I can't have just, like, a friend jump in and play the game with me. Halo was built on playing the game together with, like, your buddies, you know, at first in the house, but later on, like, through the whole, like, through the internet. So, anyway, um, yeah, someone's telling me that I should start playing some of the FromSoft games, like uh, Bloodborne or, uh, what's the new one, Elden Ring and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, Maybe I'll get to him on stream. I'm just, I'm not in the mood to be frustrated <laughs> while I'm playing a video. That's why I like Minecraft. It's easy. <laughs> I can get mad about something and be like, oh, well, let's just pick back up where I was a minute ago. <laughs> not looking to be mad. And yeah, so I've been playing a lot of video games and doing, still doing a lot of Twitch. It's still a lot of fun. Um, work has sucked. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> For some reason, like... This month just started off with a fucking bang, and it just hasn't let off, like, the entire time. And Sorry, guys, you're not going to know exactly what it is I do, but it's just one of those things where it's like, we get our return-to-work papers saying, hey, that thing that you've been doing for, like, two and a half years, um, we're going to need you to do one day a week coming into the office now. Why? It's why, but also at the same time, it's, <laughs> all right. <laughs> one one day yeah one day is not going to kill week. me but it's also at the same time it's like that's, that's annoying that's fucking stupid <laughs> mm -hmm. especially like right working off right. shift <laughs> but also also on the other hand i'm really looking forward to getting out of the house at least <laughs> once a week <laughs> Yeah, it really is going to be nice for nobody to come down and be like, oh, hey, X, you're not actually doing something right now. Why don't you come help make dinner? I'm like, I can't. I'm doing something. Oh, it's just your job. <laughs> that doesn't matter. That's not what pays for the lights and keeps the house paid for mm -hmm. or anything. No, 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 no. It, it, it will be. Well, I don't at do least that by once the way. a week. At least once a week, I'll get to actually see other people. And interact. Quit putting a positive spin on it, goddammit. <laughs> I am so sad. 
I can do my job from home just fine. Yep. But never having to leave the house really, really sucks. Like, really sucks. And I don't really want to see other people. I just... I need... <laughs> to get out. Just need to get out of the house for a night. <laughs> like, not even necessarily... Not even... Like this. This is great. This is great. Getting out of the house. Yeah, it's Getting a Saturday house, night. Doing something, doing something really, really fun. <laughs> no, I want to have to leave that. I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to leave the house for right. I want to have to leave the house. I want to hate that I have to go somewhere. Yeah, to put pants on. And I on. can't wait to get back home. <laughs> That's what I fucking want right now. Because it's been two years since I have had to wake up in the morning and go, Oh, fuck, I have to leave. <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> Though I am, I am probably going to be pretty happy about the fact, like, it's, uh, my kids are going to be out for summer here pretty soon. So, mm -hmm. so are yours, of course, but, yeah. uh, when they are, when they're out for the summer, oh, God, please and they let get, me go back <laughs> and they get super <laughs> shitty around the time, like, I bring them home and give them a lunch and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, dad has to disappear for the rest of the night. <laughs> Good luck, wifey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Summer, summer break is almost here. Please, for the love of God, can't I go back to Force work? Force me to work. <laughs> please, please don't make me stay in the house with the kids. Oh, man, I have to come home after they've gone to bed? Dang it. <laughs> now, don't get, the wrong, don't get the wrong impression. I do love my kids, but in doses. <laughs> it's terrible to say. I shouldn't say it that way. No, I do love my kids, and I would willingly give my life for them. I respect them as human beings. Yes, but at the same time, and God, I feel like I feel like we bitch about our children a lot on the show. But have, have you, you met a parent? Yeah. Have you met a parent? <laughs> have you met somebody that has right multiple children? You know, not just the one. You know, we're talking like Kyle's got two. I've got three, and it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, there gets to be a point where mm -hmm. you're like you're starting to lose your id and ego at the same time <laughs> and you're you're falling into this lcl soup of being just a human like a dad you know it's like <laughs> oh yeah i did have my own wants and desires and things right. that i wish for it was really nice to you know get horny <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Going back to work. It's it's a blessing sure. and a curse at the same time. So <laughs> a little bit. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into some news since uh sure, why the fuck not, right? It's, and, and word of yeah. warning, everybody, it's gonna be a bit of a, a shorter episode this week, and I fucking mean it because like the last one went over two hours and I'm like and doing the edit and I'm like, man. <laughs> <laughs> People need to put their uh, their their hip waders on. This is going to be a deep one. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we gotta we gotta get home tonight, and tomorrow's the uh, the day where Easter gets or where Jesus gets resurrected. So I mean, it's uh sure sure yeah, the lich brings him right. back. You know, right? <laughs> you know when I realized tomorrow was Easter when you fucking said something mm -hmm. tonight here. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know who in my house cares that tomorrow's Easter? Nobody. Not a goddamn person. Okay. Yeah. I'm the one that has to leave early and go home and hide eggs right. at midnight. Right. 
And Lord f- Calvert and me will be hiding eggs together. <laughs> Funny enough, since we've been here, I've gotten like five text messages from my mom <laughs> saying, I've got your, I've got the Easter and I've got Easter candy for the kids. I've got Easter candy for, candy for the kids. When can I, can I drop it off or can you pick it up? Are you going to pick it up? Like, I don't fucking care. I've already told you three times. I don't care. <laughs> they don't care. We don't leave it on my porch. I don't care. <laughs> I just need to go home and get the jelly bean schnapps out, and then we'll. Ooh. It's from Bob's Burgers, where they're where him and Linda have a have an Easter yeah. egg hiding contest every oh, year. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. They oh fuck! It. I love that episode. I love that show. I love that show so have much. Have you watched? Um... H. John Benjamin is like one of the guys where I would marry if I could, you know, <laughs> just so I could hear that voice at my pillow every morning. Have you know. You, have you watched? Good morning, uh, Sunshine. Have you watched the the Great North? <laughs> No, <laughs> God. watch that one too. I did put, get, I did get that my one on your list. I did get my kids started on home movies this week. Oh shit! And I'm like, that's a good show, man. I forgot how good it was. Holy shit! And my kids are like, this animation's terrible. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. It's the dialogue you should care about. Like they <laughs> improvised eighty percent of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The animation was as quick and dirty as they could possibly make it <laughs> and then yeah. i wanted to i'm like okay well let's go further back let's watch uh dr cats you know oh, god. <laughs> i love dr cats <laughs> oh god <laughs> what the hell was the name of the rest of the show is dr cats uh psychological i don't know he had every comedian on that show though because mm-hmm. god it was a good show and he still plays the the dad for melissa on that one which makes mm-hmm. me laugh i'm like hey i know that guy <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Easter's tomorrow. The the, the pagan holiday yeah. that was stolen by the Christians, you know. I mean, like <laughs> all of them. When I was leaving work yesterday, I told all my people, I'm like, okay, guys, I'm out. Have a good weekend. If uh, if it, if this is your jam, have a happy Easter. But if it's not, I hope you enjoy some ham. <laughs> <to> everybody. <laughs> oh, fuck. I had so much fun. Just I I need to go get a ham. I found God one. Damn. <laughs> I went to two stores looking for one. Like I don't I don't give a sh- I don't give a shit about anything having to do with the holiday. I just been it's just been a while since I've had a good ham. Yeah. A good ham is joy, you know. I I like it cold, but I also sometimes will just throw it in the crock pot and let it sit there all day with some more like brown sugar mm-hmm. on it and mm-hmm. fucking hey, dude, yeah. put some cloves and some pineapple in there. Fuck yeah. Oh, so good. That's what we'll be having tomorrow. Preview of coming attractions at the X house you know? <laughs> and some mashed potatoes because I just used the pressure cooker to make me some mashed potatoes <laughs> and we, they got some yeasty rolls. Well, I'm, I'm not going to be having any of this shit. I'm going to have just ham and maybe a salad <laughs> ham on ham sandwich, but I will be getting delightfully ripped on Bud Light next. Everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bringing out a prop for you people listening at home. I bought some of this for the studio this week, and I was just like... You didn't buy it for the studio. You bought it for yourself. I did not. <laughs> I know that nobody else would drink it. <laughs> That's not the I same thing. I wouldn't goddamn touch it. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, just catch the nose of this thing. It doesn't even... It's water, man. <laughs> There's a bit to it, but it's not... There's nothing there. It's it's air. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like 
homeopathic beer. Homeopathic beer. Yeah, the more you dilute it, the stronger it is. <laughs> it's. Uh, it has the memory of beer. In, in it knew at one time. <laughs> Hints of boredom and homeopathy or apathy, says Grand Prep is not in the chat. <laughs> this is a person who's given up on life beer. This is somebody that cares more about their looks. Than it smells. It smells like it smells like there's like hop extract in it. It's, maybe it smells like a a glass that had a beer in it a, two days ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That you just refill. A, it's just a bit. It's yeah. It's it's a it's yes. It's last night's beer glass <laughs> that you refilled with water the next morning because you you were hungover. You need some <laughs> drinking <water>. shit. <laughs> you need some water and you don't really care. That is exactly what it smells like. <laughs> God damn, we're good. <laughs> oh, just grand priapism. <laughs> God damn. Artberg is amazing. I don't think I've ever had Artberg. Don't know that one. Uh it's it is like drinking a campfire. Oh, it's a whiskey. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was a, a type of beer. No, it's like, a, a that's a scotch. Hmm. That is that is smoky scotch. Grand Prapism, I'll send you my personal address if you want to see some artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Again, oh. not e-begging, just having fun with you, man. You know, you like us, and we sure mm. like you. <laughs> <laughs> You're our best friend. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Trey bon Ban, or uh, I can't even pronounce that one, but <laughs> whatever. He says, move to Texas. No! <laughs> I do have Texas citizenship, but I don't think I'll ever claim it. Besides making a joke on a podcast. I was born at Tarrant County, if anybody really wants to know. So do it. I'm very convincing. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amy with a Y, and I live in Minnesota. And I'm Amy with an I, and I live in Texas. And we're the hosts of Secular Soup, where each week we offer up a bowl of real talk about atheism, feminism, politics, parenting, and whatever else we want to talk about, because it's our podcast. Just listen to what these random dudes are saying about our show. They used to have that cartoon, Daria. This is what would happen if Daria and Jane grew up and started a podcast. So if you like extremely foul-mouthed ladies with opinions, this is the podcast for you. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold, and you can join us on all the social medias. Just search for Secular Soup Podcast in the Google machine. Take it from your old friend, Eli Bosnick. Grab a bowl and taste the magic. Slurp even this. Mmm. Good cracker. Good cracker. David Barton's back. What? Yeah, David Barton, the guy that claims that the Constitution was God-willed and one of those guys that was like behind Project Blitz that's currently yeah. raping this country's yeah. pol politics right now. Yeah. So, yeah, he's back. How, he's, what, uh, who, what, hi, what? <laughs> no, why? How? <laughs> so, Christian pseudo-historian, and thank you, Hemet, for calling him a pseudo-historian. <laughs> that is... Far too generous. Way too but. generous. Has made a career out of twisting and distorting the words of the Founding Fathers and the Bible itself in defense of Christian nationalism, homophobia, and bigotry. Oh, so you're typical Christian then. Okay. Is that fair? Can I say typical Christian or just say uh, typical evangelist? Evangelical Christian? Because uh, I've met some lazy as shit Christians. And that's it, the more the typical Christian. It really, you know? it seems like it, but really it's... 
just the zealots. But they're they, so I mean, loud, they're, man. <laughs> they're so loud. They're so loud and it makes it seem like they're typical. They are not. No. They are not. We know they're not. They're just the loud zealots. And so now he's doing yeah. it again with the Constitution. Good. He's such sure. an egregious Christian liar that he claimed to have earned a Ph.D. That was later uh, revealed to be a hoax, of course. You know. Of course. Of course. Most Christians that claim to have a Ph.D. get it in either theology or thinkology, you know, or mm-hmm. or bullshitology. Or, you know, your name is Dr. Hovind and your Ph.D. starts. Hi, my name is Kent Hovind. Fuck, man. <laughs> and he once wrote a book about Thomas Jefferson that was so full of misinformation that his Christian publishers pulled the book from the shelves. Wow. You gotta be bad. <laughs> That's gotta be real. I want to get a copy of that and just see how wrong it is. <laughs> there were historic, they were saying there were historical details, matters of fact, not matters of opinion that were not supported at all. And the book was ironically titled The Jefferson Lies. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. And yet conservative Christians and Republican <sighs> politicians still cite his, him as an authoritative source of information. They because all know the of sort of people. They yeah, they, they all know the sort of people who will take them seriously aren't really interested in honesty. They just want someone to say with total confidence whatever they all wish was true. Mm-hmm. Right. True. Right. Because misinformation is is like wildfire it gets out it gets out of control there's nothing you can do even when you put out the source and and extinguished the source it's gone it's already it's it doesn't matter how much fighting back we do against like someone that like david barton comes out Mm -hmm. makes a video says 23 goddamn lies in like one minute right and then some other channel or some other podcast or something like that will take that those 23 lies Point them out one by one by one about how wrong they are mm-hmm. and how, like, this is actually the truth. This is the truth. This is the truth. Nobody will ever hear that because the damage has already been done by the guy that said it in the first place. Yeah. there We are in this fundamental misunderstanding of how we can combat misinformation is by with better information. No. <laughs> no. It's... No, we've I mean, already proven that doesn't I mean, work, man. We do. I mean, it is it is necessary to have the better information and combat the misinformation with with, you know, truth and, and facts. But you you have to you have to you have to deplatform the misinformation. Yeah. Yeah. You have to deplatform the like the minute somebody says speakers. something like that, they shouldn't be taken seriously anywhere ever again. Yeah. But the problem is the platforms are also owned by the people that are willing to make this disinformation because it's... Because they don't care because it's They don't profitable. care and it makes them money. Right. So... Mm-hmm. <sighs> we love you, Twitch and YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I've been getting off of you, uh, Twitch. I mean, not Twitch. Um, I've been getting off of, like, Twitter a whole lot lately. <laughs> like, I, I, I used to be there all the goddamn time. Like... Yep. And I kind of realized... It's kind of a problem, man. I should I should stop being like paying so much attention to what's going on here, you know, and because this isn't the real world. And unfortunately, <laughs> with what we do as far as making shows and stuff like that, you have to like put out something that you're doing stuff yeah. like I've given up on Facebook already because I won't support a platform that is honestly incredibly tied to actual genocide. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I can't support something like that. And everybody's like, why aren't you on Facebook anymore? I'm like, bro, 
If you have to ask, you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention to the goddamn news. But like twi- my Twitter uses has gone down a whole lot. And that's probably why I'm like escaping more into like doing stuff on Twitch is because it's like it's fire and forget and that nothing permanent there. And it's just more of a have fun, live for the moment kind of thing. <laughs> and YouTube wants you to be like, I need you to be taking this extremely seriously. Don't say a bad word. And don't have any booze on your videos because that's like the same as, you know, shooting somebody or something like that. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there with David Barton. <sighs> there, there are conduits for misinformation. And unfortunately, they're not being fought against quick enough and hard enough. I mean, there are people out there and those the cancel culture coming after you. Some things deserve honestly to be canceled, man. <laughs> Like, I read today that, yeah. like, uh, somebody that was kicked off of Twitch and, and other streaming platforms has moved over to, oh, uh, God, what is his nut? What is his goddamn name? Um, the the guy that's had, like, uh, Paul Gozar show up at his America First rallies. And I'm trying to remember. Nick Fuentes. He's shown up at, like, mm-hmm. his stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, they're going to start, like, streaming on that station now, too. And, like, the website itself touts itself as being anti-woman, anti-gay, anti-black, and anti-Semite, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's allowed to exist on the internet still. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, the server is obviously in Russia. <laughs> I mean, most every... It's not really allowed to exist so much as you can't really easily disallow something on the internet. Yeah. It just kind of all is. It's crazy. So anyway, back to David Barton here. Please, um, no. No, no, I don't want to talk about this stuff. A couple of weeks ago, Barton put forth a new lie. Okay. And it was caught by Kyle uh, Mantilla of Right Wing Watch. Uh, and it says it's just a perfect encapsulation of how Barton operates. He makes something up. No one calls him out on it. And over time... Just wait for it. It becomes gospel for the Christians who think that he's a serious historian. This incident occurred at the pastor's luncheon in Tennessee. Barton claimed that the U.S. Constitution was only ratified after being approved by churches. And that is utterly 100% grade A USDA approved, you know, certified organic bullshit, man. So anyway, this is his quote. Once they got the Constitution finished, and it's not the document of the nation yet, you have to have it ratified, said Barton. You got to send it to the 13 states and get it ratified. So they sent it to the 13 states. If you're going to receive a government document and have a debate over whether to ratify it, where are you going to send it? The state capitol? No, it's not the way it happened. North Carolina, Connecticut, Massachusetts, the ratification conventions were held in churches. They sent it to churches to ratify the Constitution. Yeah. And then each state had to select a number of delegates to attend the ratification conventions, he said. Forty-four of the constitutional ratification delegates were ministers of the gospel. So again, preachers were highly, highly involved, is what he said. All right, here's why that's bullshit. (laughs) Right. Like, what? The document was ratified uh, by state legislatures. 
And as you'd expect, the only reason some of those events occurred in churches was because churches were often the only buildings in town that could accommodate all the people involved, including delegates, reporters, and other prominent leaders. Right. It had nothing to do with them being churches. It just had... It's like a town hall kind of thing, you know? Yeah. That was the meeting house. It was... Yeah. It was less that they were churches. They were... They were community gathering centers. Yep. They were used for more than just church services. Yeah, it's like churches God. being held inside of people's schools nowadays. It's like, huh. Damn. Uh. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> As for the 44 delegates being primarily preachers or ministers of the gospel, that may be correct, but it's a complete exaggeration to say that they were highly, highly involved since they were more than, get this, guys, 1,750 delegates. So 44 out of uh, 1,750, that's less than 3% of all delegates. So (laughs) they were involved, yeah, but by no means were they more involved than other professions, much less highly, highly involved. I bet you if you looked it up, there was more lawyers and barbers (laughs) involved with that than than church. (laughs) Probably. But the thing is, I mean, we're th- we're, th- was- we're still talking thirteen colonies where like leeches yeah. were still applied because your blood humors were out of whack. Yeah, <laughs> you got the French disease. There's <laughs> there's a certain point where minister is just a job. Hey, Abbott. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it's terrible. Which one? Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah, okay. I get okay. No, see where you're coming from. <laughs> where the, the ministers like, no, walking. I thought you were reaching further. No, no, back. no. I wasn't. I wasn't going for Abbott and Costello. Okay, no, no, but pretty much the same goddamn line. No matter what movie it comes from. <laughs> yes. I mean, that was Mel Brooks having fun. <laughs> <laughs> like I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> hey guys, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights did not hold up. <laughs> I hate to tell you, but that's one of the few Mel Brooks that has just not stood the test of time. It's still funny. But you can just... There's... You can see the budget. (laughs) I'm just saying that. I mean, some Mel Brooks movies, you can see, like, they had a good time and they had plenty of space that they could do stuff with, like Young Frankenstein. You had uh, Blazing Saddles and everything, where that was part of the joke. It was the part of them being on the lot. But when you're watching, like, Robin Hood Men in Tights, you're like... Fuck, that's a matte painting. <laughs> uh, I still love that movie. It is. It's still funny. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on one side. I'm on the other side. <laughs> or the blinking jokes are probably the best parts of that whole goddamn movie where he's he's sitting on the toilet after the house gets repossessed and he's he's reading the Playboy and it's in Braille. <laughs> but it's like he's filling up the tits of the model. <laughs> And then someone clears that throat. He's like, oh, he hurries and hides whatever it is. <laughs> Carrie always loves pineapple. Change my mind, says Grand Pripe. <laughs> uh, he probably does. He was a he was a fucking hoot at Comic Con. So I don't know. I mean, I'll 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 ask him. I'll be in the same room with him in a couple months. Shit. You get any get any passes? Let me know. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it anymore. <laughs> So anyway, uh, let's let's get back to the article here. I feel like I need to reiterate why this is so problematic, says Himmett. It's not that that just this specific instance of misinterpreting a detail or two 
or and then blowing them out of proportion is that this liar has actual influence over wide swaths of the conservative Christian world. Mm hmm. Until white evangelical Christian leaders start openly and loudly admitting that Barton is making it all up as he goes along and denouncing him completely, he's going to keep getting away with it. And that's going to be the thing. He's going to continue to do so because that's where the money is, guys. He's he's not going to face any kind of consequence for anything that he's doing with this. He's not going <laughs> to. Oh, no, I'm wrong. OK, D does, is this going to drown out all of these people over here that he want to hear this? No. Nope. <laughs> so he's going to continue to do so. Yeah. No one should be treating the Constitution the way that those same Christians treat the Bible. Unfortunately, they do. I mean, we've run across this with people yeah. that are like no, Constitution, they... you know, lovers like Mike Lee, you know. He loves the idea. No, he doesn't. Of the con <laughs> of a Constitution. He likes being able to point out to like a, a holy doctrine is what it is. That's what the Christians want is they want they want to conflate. And David Barton is one mm -hmm. of those people that has made this happen over the years is that the Bible and the Constitution were both handed down by God. Like Christianity and like America first bullshit has yeah. like so co-entwined nowadays Mm -hmm. Where it's 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 indistinguishable from actual Christianity because if you look at the like the teachings of Jesus, he'd be like, uh, no, nationalism's bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's they, greed they, is bad. <laughs> right? They don't they don't they don't understand they don't understand what the Constitution is or what it says. <laughs> they just know that it's a thing. They, they know like that it's things. a thing, and it's a thing that they are supposed to love. Revere and love. And revere. And... Just like they know the Bible is a thing. They know that it's a thing that says certain other things that they have to follow and listen, but they don't actually look at it and read it for themselves. Yeah, and if you point out some of the bad shit that's in there, they'd be like, that's they not in there. Care. They won't read it. They're not going <laughs> to check. No. That would involve them actually having to read. Right. Right. You know, that whole, that whole like Martin Luther thing where he's like, we should allow people to read the Bible in a language that they understand the, the fucking, um, uh, what the hell was the name of the, uh, the King James Bible where it's mm -hmm. like, Hey, we need to translate this from Latin into English so other people can read it. Huh? It's almost like the religious no. sect didn't want you like to be able does, to look. It doesn't even really matter because they no one might, wants to read it. Anyway. They might as well not even have translated it because they don't aren't going to read it. And when they do read it, it doesn't make any sense. And when they yeah, when they do read it, if it says something other than what it it says on the paper, they're going to be like, "Well, I interpret this as meaning whatever the fuck I need it to right. interpret." You if know? you have to interpret what it's being said, <laughs> it's poorly written yeah you hear that mr reed eighth grade fucking english <laughs> the grapes of wrath was not an allegory for all that bullshit that you kept bringing up tom joad i mean sorry what was his name casey in the book was not an allegory for jesus <laughs> no <laughs> no it really really wasn't uh it's Talking about fucking grasping for straws. I had a, I had that English teacher. Everybody's yeah. had that English teacher. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The I'm literature sorry, guy. Yeah, the Grapes of Wrath is not fucking allegory. <laughs> it's a story about the... It's, it, it's it a story about exactly Okies. exactly what it is. It is exactly all it... That's all it is. That's oh. all it is. It is a story about the Depression. 
that's what it is. And people needing to leave the Dust Bowl and all going to California because that's the yeah. land of milk and honey. Right. You know? No, no. It's an allegory for something that's really tragic. Like like the Dust Bowl and the Great <laughs> and the Depression. Great Depression? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, something that's real. Like Jesus. Right? Someone, th- yeah. the, the same teacher tried to say that Rose of Sharon, after losing the baby... And breastfeeding the 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 person that was down on their luck and needing yeah. food was an allegory to like Mother Mary, you know, bringing like, oh my God, he went so deep into this stuff, and we're like fourteen or fifteen at the what? time, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Bro, we don't care." <laughs> it's not. It's not an. It, that's. No. Yeah. <laughs> Her breastfeeding a grown man because he's starving to death is a metaphor. He looked for metaphor in everything. It's a metaphor. He he, he looked know, for he looked for, for a metaphor feeding starving people. He looked for a right? metaphor so hard, and I caught on to his bullshit so early that I wrote a nine-page paper for extra credit to make sure I got an A in his class about how Macbeth was a story about how. You should move quicker or move fast and stuff. And it's like it was all about the the perceived things about what Fortinbras was doing outside of the whole fucking play. And if you look at like most modern Hamlet things, they don't even talk about young Fortinbras. They, you don't hear about the guy that's doing the same thing. Same shit happened to him that happened to Hamlet. And I was just writing up all this bullshit poetry. I was a I was a shitty like tenth grader. I was this fucked up like sixteen year old guy that played hacky sack in the fucking hallways because I just hated eating lunch with my fellow kids writing up all this shit about hamlet's folly was that he didn't go quick enough and fortinbras struck the iron <laughs> using all this flowery language and he's like yes 120 <laughs> percent fuck that guy <laughs> i hated him so much i want to go back to the school just so i can be like hey fuck you <laughs> i've got a lot of teachers i would like to do that too I know I know what teachers get paid nowadays. You weren't shit back then. <laughs> oh god, it just makes me it makes me it makes me happy that I did actually have a couple teachers who you know, you get to Shakespeare and they're like, no, nah, it's really about fuck. It's really <laughs> just about fucking. That's it. Like this is that's all it is. Hey, look. Here's 120 sonnets. How many of these do you think are just about sex? <laughs> That's Gee, right. 90% see. of them. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, here for extra credit, for extra credit, hey, I need everybody pick out the ones that are about gay stuff. <laughs> nope. Yeah. That, that wouldn't have flown where I went to high school. I went to high school in Plain City, Utah, which oh, is. Oh, it didn't, it didn't really, it didn't really fly. <laughs> it didn't really fly either. But they that's grooming. They couldn't say shit about it because they it, could nowadays, though. Jesus Christ, man. You, the, People have lost their goddamn minds when it comes to public education. Yeah, they really kind of have. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just a babysitter for, for, for us when we were growing up. <laughs> hey, they're not home. Yay. They don't have to hang out with me every day. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube. Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, 
click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Could it be Satan? An Arkansas official. Oh boy, Arkansas. Oh, I got some I got some home street cred with this one. I lived in Pine Bluff for a number of years, went Jesus to Broadmoor Christ. Academy, and then oh god. I lived in that, that city was fucking rough. And it was so funny going back and visiting after my grandma died out there. And I told the story on the podcast before mm-hmm. about how my my dad and uncle felt like they needed to carry a gun with them into this majority black town because what they thought yeah man my fucking my family's so goddamn racist it's like i'm amazed that i came from these people sometimes you know okay so anyway they they feel like they needed to carry a gun because they didn't want to get carjacked in town and we were driving a fucking honda like vitz or toyota vitz is what it was oh lord that's that's like that's like when we're talking sub hatchback. We're talking like like nobody God, wants damn. this car. No G wants to drive this car around with donks, man. That's that is <laughs> that is like when I was when I was a kid and we were driving we were we were driving into Manhattan. <laughs> we're driving into Manhattan and my grandmother made a point of telling us to roll up the windows <laughs> and lock the doors because she saw two black guys. Yeah, that's the kind of shit she I grew up with. She saw two black yeah. guys yeah, yeah. and she she made a point of saying Roll up the windows, lock the doors. They probably have guns and AIDS. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> oh, old people are totally awesome. Let me tell you right now. I I strive not to be that old person. Yeah. <sighs> so we, we roll into town and they, they had their gun with them. They're afraid of getting carjacked. And I'm 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 my age. But like we were doing yeah. this show when I went right. to go do this, and I'm like you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? And my, my uncle Steve is a fucking, he is like Hank Hill. Like he worked for the gas company for ages, you know, <laughs> sold, sold propane parts and accessories. <laughs> and here we are going into Pine Bluff, Arkansas, which was like 3% white, <laughs> mostly black in there. And it was just funny to me. Like they, they felt like it was going to be a problem. We're just driving around. I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember that fucking playground. I remember that slide was hot as shit in the summertime, burn my legs. And, you know, going out to where like the farmer's market used to be in the, the hamburger stands that are still there. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Oh, it's too bad. They're not open. I wish I would get one of those today. You know, it was like in and out before it became like a corporate yeah. kind of thing, you know, good old hamburger stands. Right. Right. And so we're just driving around. I'm just reliving my glory days of living in this place. And they're just like, watch out for that guy. <laughs> Stop being afraid of people. And I just see people God. like walking down the street and they, they we make eye contact. And you know to break the ice. You know what the easiest way to break ice is whenever like people make eye contact with you? Nice dick. Hi. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can go to that one right. too, Kyle. But I mean, just waving <laughs> at somebody. Just like, hey, how's it going? I noticed that you're a person. I'm a person. Hi, how's it going? Right. Like I said, eye contact. That's the least I can do is just notify like, hey, um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with nice dick. <laughs> nice dick. It always, <laughs> always breaks the ice. I don't think she would appreciate that, though. <laughs> I, you, you don't sure? know. Are you, sure? <laughs> you have a very lovely penis, ma'am. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a member of certain discords, you know. <laughs> It's like Twitter. You can have porn just anywhere, man. <laughs> mm. So anyway, Arkansas. <laughs> right. Where we had uh, the, the, the backdrop for the Hail Satan movie where, mm-hmm. oh, God, what is his name? Jason Rapert. 
that wanted to have his Ten Commandments thing right, installed, and right. the Church of uh, I'm sorry, the Satanic Temple was fighting against him on this whole thing. Was right. going to install the statue, <laughs> and then it he took wanted, a he wanted the movie prop. It was a full fucking movie. The movie prop for the fucking Ten Commandments movie, right? The fucking Cecil B. Cecil B. DeMille <laughs> <laughs> movie that came out where. Everybody in it was like a white dude. And it's like, yeah. hey, the Middle East didn't look like that. Mm-hmm. Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlton Heston. God damn it. Anyway, Joanna Defoe, a justice of the peace for the Fulton County Quorum Court in Arkansas. That's probably northern Arkansas, so closer to Missouri, I would assume, mm-hmm. has been breaking the law by injecting Christian prayers at their meetings. And we know this because she openly bragged about it online. Of course. DeVoe was first elected in 2020, and she, when she announced her candidacy, she made her goals clear. They were straightforward and secular. I believe changes need to take place in our quorum, quorum court that will keep our local citizens better informed about the items on the agenda, the budget process, the road conditions, and the general state of the country. That's, that's all pretty harmless, right? Sure. And while she said she felt called by God to run for office, just automatically, uh, that's uh, a red flag right there. Yeah, flag <laughs> on the play. Hang on. Hey, what what brought you here tonight, Kyle, doing the podcast? Was it the fact that you could have a couple of beers and, you know, hang out with your friends? Or was it God that dragged you here? I heard a, I heard a still small voice. <laughs> he spoke so, the, the, so the quietly spoke within to me. you. It pulled on your navel and, and dragged you here. Me told me to to come tonight and then you farted there you go <laughs> it was my text message yeah it was speaking to me no it's funny Kyle's like hey i'll be there in a minute i'm like yeah me too lol that <laughs> <laughs> was really fucking late tonight because we have to stuff easter eggs full of cash because that's what you do because it's better than stuffing I, it full of candy <laughs> sure sure yeah i had to finish watching drag race so <laughs> Yeah, I know. I've been watching other stuff, too. I was going to watch more <laughs> more Jackass, but my kid's going to fucking sell me out next time I watch that on the big TV. I'm fine. I'll go back to watching it in the bathroom on my phone. <laughs> Dead <sighs> anyway, so she said she felt felt called by God, which is disturbing, but hardly illegal or unusual. She also spread the lie that the Democrat Party, her words, has completely eliminated the word God from their platform. And if you look at the Democratic National Committee platform, there's mm-hmm. God in there multiple times. Uh, so that was an omen, she said. She won her race 329 to 268 over her opponent and took office as a justice of the peace. It's a position that has relatively mundane responsibilities. It should be something where it's like, yeah, this really shouldn't matter. Yeah. It's like the fact that Kyle and I have a actual chaplain's office <laughs> at our job. And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why are you sending out emails? Why? Fuck. Weird. It's weird as shit to me that we have that, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, God. Um, it's a position that uh, mundane possibility, blah, blah, blah. Dealing with taxes and appropriating local spending, those are undoubtedly important, but it's not like they involve culture war issues. Oh, how wrong, how wrong you are to assume <laughs> these things. And yet, if you watch the clips of their meetings, it's clear that Defoe has injected religion into them. She routinely reads Bible verses directly after the recitation of the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, God, yeah, no, <laughs> that's, nope, nope. Yep, at the most nope. recent, recent meeting, 
For example, she started her sermon about 15 seconds into the video. And it's not that the Bible verses themselves are problematic. I mean, they are, but... Well, by the just... The fact that it's from the Bible. Yeah, just in and of themselves, yeah. It's the fact that Defoe thinks that Christianity needs to be infused with the work of local government. And we have a word for that. We have a... Actually, it's a phrase. It's not one word. It's a... I mean, there are several words for it, but, I mean, one of them is illegal. Yeah, well, Christian nationalism is a great one, too, so... Or or unconstitutional. Yeah, there you go. Or, you know... Devious. uh, (laughs) Evil. Wrong. Bad. Immoral. (laughs) A real dick move. Completely unethical. Fuck you, lady. (laughs) A complete fuck move. (laughs) Grand privatism, goddammit. It would be weird to think that a Bible verse was problematic. Horse jizz is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Or a donkey dick move, as he says. (laughs) That's a complete donkey dick move. (laughs) And you punch the punch the donkey after it starts talking back at you. <laughs> uh, him at Meta says he probably wouldn't have noticed any of this. It's not like he pays close attention to local government meetings, much less ones that occur in other states. But he was tipped off to a comment that she made on Thursday underneath the local news channel's Facebook post. Oh, Fuck, there's God so many things wrong it. already right there. You know, local news channel one is just. They're the absolute fucking worst, man, because it's all sports crime, weather war, sports crime, weather war. No, I don't I don't care. I don't care about local things, because anytime I like I hear like them talking about, oh, a certain man was arrested in con- in relation to like this crime. And I'm like, that's a suspect. He hasn't been proven guilty of it yet. You need to say alleged. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you found a guy. Did he do it? Has he gone through the process yet? Yeah, you need to keep his goddamn name off your lips until you know that he's he's been committed <laughs> to this thing. I'm a huge proponent of, like, don't drag somebody through the fucking mud until they've been convicted of it. You know, they, they were supposed to pass legislation on that here recently. I don't know if they have or not, but I hate hearing about local news and be like, a local man was arrested today, blah, 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 was fucking a donkey. And be like, do you got video proof of that? <laughs> <laughs> yes we do here it is <laughs> they would never <laughs> i wish but they would never so anyway <laughs> local facebook local news channel facebook post and the, the facebook post is another thing there it's like mm-hmm. how much how much better my life has gotten since i don't go to facebook anymore holy shit right i don't get in bullshit arguments mm-hmm. with people about stuff i don't yeah. i don't keep abreast of like drama that's happening between certain people anymore it's great so um asking people what they thought about prayers at the school's athletic events uh buried in that lengthy comment thread is this exchange between defoe and someone who recognized the problem with her admission so uh her name is joanna lynn hannah defoe that's too many names that almost sounds like the spell that little nemo has to cast to do his like thing in the movie you know Oh, God. Hazana, Shazama, Trajama, Pajama. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I have seen some of the comments, and I, pers- I personally hug a believer in Christ, so therefore I will pray out loud if I wish. I now bought prayer back into the quorum court this past year. Ooh. Oof. Mm. That's in writing, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have to say the prayer, but guess the Lord wanted me to do so. I don't see no reason to leave prayer out of our society at any event that our children or adults are attending. Maybe because you're not the majority in every place in this country. 
I mean, you just you just have to play the game with these guys where it's like, now make it Muslim. <laughs> yeah. Would you have a problem with it? And they'd be like, yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> I actually have a drop for that one, but I'm not going to play it. Damn it. Um, anyway, I see no reason to leave that. That's like I say, God can hand God. We can handle any situation on our own. We have taken God out of most everything today. Guess what? He will re- he will turn his back on us just like he did in the Old Testament. And then someone replied back to her. A justice of the peace openly leading a Christian prayer using her government position, acting as an agent of the government that's supposed to be neutral concerning religion. That's really concerning. Mm-hmm. No, sir. God put me in this position to begin with. No, no. The people who elected you put you in that position. God didn't make God didn't come to the ballot and be like, I'm voting for her. Well, I mean, even if even if they did, it'd be one still one. vote. (laughs) Yes, guys. Yes, guys. God can only vote once in any election. (laughs) God can only vote once. Yes. And I will always ask for his wisdom and advice first before any human. Guess who wrote the Bible, Joanna? (laughs) Not not them. Not a God. (laughs) And also, how fucking dare you assume God's gender. <laughs> As we all know, a creator God must encapsulate everything in which he created. So therefore He's gotta be gotta be non-binary. <laughs> a carbon-based non-binary. God life uses form. God uses they them pronouns. <laughs> Fucking fight me. Uh let's see. I personally am not doing anything wrong. If one does not believe in our Lord, then that person or persons can step outside while prayer is spoken. That's not how it fucking works, lady. <laughs> and this person replied back saying, so yes, real again, again, real concerning when acting in official capacity that's supposed to be religiously neutral and doesn't appear to be at all. So yeah. Yeah. So she admits to shoving religion into the quorum court. She mm-hmm. claims that there's nothing wrong with it and says that anyone who disagrees can just step outside the room during the prayers. And that's not legal. None. N- yeah. No. So permitting people to leave the room during some unofficial Christian portion of taxpayer-funded meeting is not a thing. It's absolutely not a thing. In no situation would Defoe ever just step out quietly if a group of elected Muslims or atheists or Satanists wanted to do what she's doing now. See? That's the game. Make it Muslim. Or make it Satanist. Yeah. Like the, make, it, the, make it Satanist. It's more fun. It's more fun that way. Like the, the assholes that interrupted somebody on a flight because mm-hmm. they wanted to sing praise songs at 30,000 feet. Yeah. If I saw somebody yeah. break out an acoustic guitar on a 30,000 in feet in the air flight and they're singing about Jesus and stuff, I would honestly do the fucking, uh, um, shit, uh, the, the fucking animal house thing where I go and I grab that guitar out of his fucking hands, break the goddamn thing and then give it back to him. Because that's what you do when anybody plays an acoustic instrument where nobody wants to hear it. I just can't, I can't get on a flight and just whip out a fucking recorder and just start doot, doot, dooting while I'm fucking playing on this fucking flight. I, you can't do that. Pull a, pull a Michael Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> or is that, is that Kirk Douglas? I get them confused. I get them confused a lot of time. I don't know. They're, they're both fucking golems, you know, it's just, <laughs> they're made of clay and somebody inscribed fucking Hebrew on their foreheads to, you know. I don't know. <laughs> 
Anyway, so for someone that brags about having integrity, it's the height of hubris for an elected official to spin the message on that non-Christians are unwelcome at government meetings. These meetings must be open to welcoming to people of all faiths. So FFRF has been notified by this. Uh, mm-hmm. and if and when this illegal practice ends, it will be because Defoe was so comfortable breaking the law, she began openly bragging about her own crimes. What? No. <sighs> well, it's because they don't see them as... They, they don't it's see not it a as bad illegal. Day. They don't see yeah, them as crimes. They don't see it that way. <sighs> tired of these people. And the only reason we're going heavy Christian this week is because it's Easter and it's Jesus Easter. is here. And so, yeah. And it's also uh, the American Atheist Convention that we were invited to come back to, but it gave us like three weeks warning. And it's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> you've got three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, we can't do that, man. It's, oh, God. shit. All right, guys, we're going to go to a break. When we yeah. come back, we're going to finish this up, finish this off. And, uh, We'll finish you off, too, because we like you like that. Oh, good. <laughs> Guys, we'll be I've back. I've been hoping for a happy ending. <laughs> we'll, we'll make you splooge. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's the Utah Outcast, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm God, and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, right, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you, not, can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Luce, uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock. You just, know. Oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. Wait! We can't stop here. This is bad country. All right, folks, we are back, and we are going into um, going into this news story about Marco Rubio. And let's just talk about a guy that completely misses the point entirely, it, just in the headline. Just, just in the headline. Let me give you the... Let me sure. Alex Jones okay. this for you. Okay. Congress should not legalize marijuana, Marco Rubio says, because black market weed is laced with fentanyl. Congress should right. not legalize marijuana right. because the black market stuff is laced. You do realize that when you legalize something, the black market tends to disappear. Disappear, man. The reason that there is a black market is because people can't buy it on the open market. I mean, I'm not going to shame anybody. Maybe you want right. that fentanyl laced, right. you right. know. <laughs> right. But is it like, is it, is it really? What? Bi- I mean, I can understand like cutting your coke with that or heroin with that kind of thing because it's, it makes it more potent. No but- one wants weed laced with fentanyl. No one. No one wants their weed laced with. Or it's like the 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 scare that was there for a while with the joints dipped in formaldehyde. You know. Yeah. 
that wasn't as common as everybody mm-hmm. made it out to be. Like Angel Dust in the in the early nineties, like late eighties, mm-hmm. everybody made it seem like it was a big thing. It's like, no, man, like that wasn't a very common mm-hmm. thing you ran across. Right. You know. Right. So I, Marco Rubio. <laughs> I remember I remember I remember when I was when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. the big thing was uh be careful because some weed is laced with LSD and you don't know which one it is and it will just, you'll get way fucked up. Be careful. Not once. <laughs> never. And I'm still the guy that's never had, you know. <laughs> I've lived a very fucking sheltered life. Let me just say that right now, guys. I, anybody wants to come and get high with your buddy X, please let me know. <laughs> I'll even put five on it. <laughs> so anyway jesus christ like i was really appreciative of the guy at the concert to pass you know I was like, oh hey we're in the middle of a pandemic sure why not <laughs> i'm gonna you never know so yeah fuck it whatever i've already been in this crowd very, of 700 people so why not that was very much a ah fuck it <laughs> we did not inhale i'm just saying that right now <laughs> no no, and that doesn't count because you you got to do it more than just once, you know. I've have you ever met anybody that can be like, if it's a bong rip, I can then probably understand because I've seen some guys take some gravity bong hits where it's just like they they get dropped on their ass, you know. But when it comes to just like puff, okay, here you go, you know. It's usually not how it works, but depends. Or depends maybe the, maybe I'm just one the, of those weird genetic mutation people where it doesn't work. I depends, don't know. Depends. Depends on the person. I did have someone offer me a cosmic brownie one time. It just made my eyes itch. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably swag. They probably fucking cooked it in butter way too hot. <laughs> it all depends. All depends on the person. And it all yeah. <laughs> Bob out there says never late never too late to catch up X. Yes it is. <laughs> well I mean the old folks home I'm going to be the, I'm going to be fucking Snoop Dogg at the old folks home. Was <laughs> <laughs> crack a lacking y'all. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Marco Rubio has said many times that he doesn't want marijuana legalization and given the history and the fact that Rubio's position is rejected by about 2 thirds of Americans. And boy, when I was on the strip, man, there was some good dank. You could smell it. People smoking that shit all over the place. And it's like, well, that's cool. Can we drop the kids off somewhere and you and I can go get a pot slushy? That'd be great. <laughs> can we go do that? No, no. Okay, I'm just going to sweat in this hotel room. No, that's fine. That's exactly what I like to do on my vacations. I don't like to broaden my <laughs> horizons at all. <laughs> You might think that he was prepared to defend marijuana prohibition with the cogent arguments. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if so, you would be completely wrong. In a recent interview with the Pensacola TV station, Rubio worried that legalization would encourage teenagers to use cannabis, <laughs> which he falls back to the old gateway to other yeah, drugs. It's, and warned, it's really not. <laughs> and warned that black market marijuana is laced with fentanyl. It's really not. But even if it is, like, even if somebody has, hey, is, is, has laced it. Is beer a gateway to hard liquor? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, it's all alcohol, no, but I mean. Not, not really, but. 
I've had eight. Sure. And I'm still not feeling the goddamn thing. That was loud. Because <laughs> it's a big fucking glass going underneath the metal thing. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, um, Rubio worried about all this stuff, and all three arguments are logically and empirically dubious. And, and if this is the best that Rubio can do, he'd better be off changing the subject. Yeah. Um, here's what he says. We need to criminalize something. The message that you're basically sending people is that it must not be that bad. Right. It's weed, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not like it's going to it's not like reefer madness where right. there's going to be a murder case for it. You know, right. Right. <laughs> but I, I mean, the argument is not. If if bad things are illegal. Guns would be illegal. Guns would be illegal. Sugar. Alcohol, sugar, <laughs> diet sodas, um, high fat content, anything like bacon would be bad for you. No, like illegal. bacon's fine. Bacon's fucking fantastic. But uh, like, like high fat hot dogs. content. Hot anything. dogs would be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Even though a good pinks will go a long way or Nathaniel's, you know, mm. Nathan's, Nathan's hot dogs, not Nathaniel's. Not talking about you, Grandpa. Not Grandpa. <laughs> not talking about you, Divine Disbelief. I don't know nothing about your hot dog. Right. I'll ask Susan later. Yeah. So. Like, I, Michael Bay movies. <laughs> um. Anything that was uh, directed by the, Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just. The bad things. Just because something is bad or Chris Nolan. bad for you. <laughs> We, we we don't being a Republican. <laughs> we we don't Christianity just create laws because something <laughs> bad for you or even deadly. It's so, um, <laughs> so he says, and all of a sudden, oh, he talks about this uh, theoretical seventeen or eighteen year old. He says here, well, I know marijuana. You tell me not to smoke it, but you know what? It can't be that bad because the federal government made it legal. And so all of a sudden now, we're going to have a problem in this country because that becomes a gateway. We know that marijuana use is often the first thing that people use before they move on to something else. That's Or they stop at marijuana for the rest of their lives. <laughs> I've I met mean, lots of wake and bake friends. You know? <laughs> most people, if they're going to start down that road, would start with tobacco. Or alcohol that they can access in their homes. You know what's really fucked up is that <laughs> like weed's going to be cheaper than cigarettes eventually. <laughs> Good. And then they'll start taxing cigarettes. I mean, as, uh, weed the way that they do, like cigarettes. So. As as well they should. But it I can't. Is... I can't eat a fucking. I can't eat a square. You know, I can't eat a uh, one of those twenty pack. You know, and get the same effect <laughs> as I would by eating some buds. You know. <laughs> It's just not the same. It's really not. I mean, yeah. Have you uh, have you guys ever swallowed chewing tobacco? Ugh. 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 How can you? <laughs> this shit's nasty. But we live in Utah, cowboy country, so like chewing tobacco is still a very big thing out here. For some reason, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking nasty. God, I hate that shit. Anyway, it says here, um, we have a problem in this country. We've, seen, we've also seen, by the way, marijuana being purchased off the street that's laced with fentanyl and other drugs, and it's killing people. No, 
No, it's yeah, just like no, that one officer not. that touched that evidence that turned out to not be fentanyl, but he claimed right. it was, and right. his partner saved his life, and right. blah 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 blah. Not that fentanyl can be absorbed in the body in that way, anyway. No, <laughs> even while you're wearing gloves, you dumbass. God, we obviously don't know yet what impact repealing the federal ban on marijuana would have on the impressionable teenagers that rubio uh imagines uh believe me they already know about weed they already know where they can buy weed it would just be great they to, are already willing to sell it to you it'd be great to give it to it's, the the generation beyond our own that you don't have to buy from mr sesame seed anymore you know yeah you don't have to buy fucking sticks and stems anymore. <laughs> you can actually you, get some good shit. You can get some good shit. You don't need to worry about the cops. Yeah, busting you for a fucking dime. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, don't, you don't need to worry about who you're gonna buy it from. You don't need to go through the hassle of texting someone who's going to text someone to meet you in the parking in lot. a fucking weird place and have cash on hand and do it discreetly. You know. Mm -hmm. Right now, fucking weed dispensaries have to go off of cash, too, though. That's the fucking weird yeah, thing. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. Right, right, right. Because they, they can't bank because it's not... Because it's not descheduled. It's not you know, it's still yeah. fucking class mm -hmm. one. God, yep. I hate this. And like, like I said, guys, I've never done the weeds. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how awesome it is. I don't know how bad it could be. I've never had the paranoia that people sometimes get when they get way too high. <laughs> I've seen it. I've, I've mm -hmm. had friends, you know, that liked weed a lot and they, they would smoke some shit up and then they'd be like, you could call the cops on me. <laughs> no, Lee, shut the fuck yeah. up. I'm not calling anybody. <laughs> I'm here to play Goldeneye right, and Brave right, Fencer Musashi. Right. Shut up. Well, it's going to be fun is uh, <laughs> the paranoia just washes over when it's know? when it's legal, when there's no paranoia anymore, because like, you what don't do have to worry about getting busted. Paranoid right. about? Oh, no, people are going to know. <laughs> They're going to know. <laughs> I mean, unless you're doing it at work, then that, that's another problem because I can't. Well, I mean, I can, but I don't drink at work. <laughs> that's not something that happens. There is a there is a distinction between at work <laughs> and while working and while working. Yes. Just just saying. <laughs> Stan, why are you drinking at work? It's my job, okay? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whiskey <laughs> tester. <laughs> and there's, there's a lot to this article. Jesus Christ, there's a whole lot to this whole thing. And I'm not going to read through it all because, it, fuck you, there's a link. You can go read it. <laughs> I just find it funny that in 20, 20 fucking 22... Marco Rubio, the guy that gets fucking dry mouth worse than any person that I've met that's had cotton mouth in their life, is sitting here <laughs> talking about how, oh, you can't legalize weed because the black market of the illegal market is has bad versions of the drug on it. Be like, yeah, if you make it legal, you don't have to buy the shady shit anymore. Imagine that. Imagine. <laughs> I really want to. I really want to drag anybody who is against legalization into a legal dispensary. Just like the just, ones that look like Apple stores. Just drag them in and say, what's the problem? Yeah. Seriously. This is what we, is, is whatever, what everyone wants. Yeah. They want to be able to have recreational go at home and get right. fucking high or, you know, have a, have a mm -hmm. uh, gummy or something like that. Right. 
is this the thing of your nightmares? Because everyone I've ever been in. Are, are there going to be the people that do have recreationally one when they go out for a drive? The same people that have road beers. <laughs> you know? But that's even even when they do. Yeah. It's still not as bad. No. There is very like you have to be pretty damn high for it to actually impair your motor skill for most people. Yeah. Some people yeah, some people well, just just can't. As much as I'm but, not want to to bring this up, Chappelle show had it fucking pegged a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's like you have somebody that's ODing on alcohol and this is what it looks like and it shows them going through a drive-through and they're like running over fucking people left and right. Yeah. And you have somebody that's ODing on, you know, quote unquote ODing on <laughs> weed going through the drive-through and be like, "Hey man, I think the car's not moving. <laughs> it's just not going at all. It's like, fuck, it feels fast. <laughs> uh, Collins out there says, I'm a Grubhub driver in New Jersey where the dispensaries are about to open up. Hey, awesome. Who? That's right. Jersey I have a feeling is. that Utah is going to be one of the last holdouts. I, I do have a feeling, you know. I mean, we have medical, but it's it's bullshit, you know. It's pretty much going to be as soon as Idaho goes. I thought they did already. Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> no. Once once Idaho, if Idaho if Idaho goes, we can't really let Idaho beat us. <laughs> it's it's kind of a we can't yeah, You know what needs to happen? Russell Russell Nelson's like 97 or like 98 <laughs> goddamn years old as of like this week. Uh, if you guys don't know who that is, he's the current president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints because they don't like to be called Mormons anymore. He's the president of that church. Mm-hmm. He was 15 when Gone with the Wind came out. Think about that for a fucking second, man. That's an oldest shit human being. <laughs> and on top of that, he was like in his 30s or something like that when World War II happened. <laughs> It's ridiculous fucking Jesus, Jesus Christ is still alive <laughs> and he's running a multinational multi-billion dollar corporation mm-hmm. god and yet he's supposed to have his finger on the pulse of what the youth want you know mm-hmm. which makes me laugh like Diane Feinstein right now in in Cal uh, representative from California is going senile while in office to pull in a Strom Thurmond you know yeah and yet we're we're expecting these people, these octogenarians, and I'm not I'm not against old people. I fucking love old people. But for them to have an understanding of what 20-year-olds are striving for in the market right now, to have an understanding of why rent's really high or how come they're worried about the future and not being able to A, make rent, or B, being able to have some sort of significant savings enough when they retire, or if there's going to be a retirement for them, or the fact that healthcare is a thing because They've been able to pull from fucking Medicare this whole time. Yeah. If they really needed to. Yeah. Well, and they formed, uh, they, There's formed, a, they formed most of their opinions 40, 50 years during ago. During Vietnam, man. <laughs> when, you know, like, in their mind, they have an idea of, of what What it is to be an costs. American. Yeah. You know, this is what, this is what, you know, a loaf of bread costs and a gallon of milk and a gallon of gas. And- it's that fucking Lucille Booth blue thing from yeah. Resident Evil. Oh, Michael, it's just a banana. What could it cost? Like $11? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
They have n- no concept. No concept. No concept at all. And even when they even even though they may know that things are more expensive now, or that you know, it, because they because they're not actively experiencing it. Yeah. In the same way, it doesn't have an it doesn't have an impact. To them, things are still relatively cheap and fine. And why can't the kids just get jobs and buy houses? Are they still about that Dan Fogelberg music and hula hoops <laughs> and Zimas and stuff? You know. <laughs> why can't the kids just be happy with their Zimas and their cheap houses and their and their minimum wage jobs that they can they can afford to go to college with and buy a house and raise four kids? I didn't tell you guys in the chat, but I zillowed my house this week. <laughs> that's fucking laughable man like what well it's more than half a million for my house mm-hmm. right now on the on the open market and mm-hmm. i'm like huh, that's bullshit <laughs> yeah like i live there it ain't that great <laughs> <laughs> i mean we keep it clean we take care of it and everything but it doesn't have a finished basement it doesn't mm-hmm. have that extra bathroom it could have you know and it's been heavily lived in with you know three kids and yet they're offering more than half a million dollars for the goddamn thing. We paid like two thirty when we bought it like a, yeah. a decade ago. Yeah. And I'm like, even then, I thought that was higher priced. But mm-hmm. we got it because like our backyard's to a park. And I was yeah. like, that's fucking great. I don't have to worry about looking in somebody's windows mm-hmm. in the back of my house. Yeah. It's it's almost it's almost en- enough. It's almost en- enough to make you want to just sell it. But, I would, then, in a but, goddamn heartbeat, and move but, to fucking Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, that's the other half. If you sell your house, you still you got to buy go, something somewhere. So I keep getting the offers. People keep you. Oh, people want to buy my house. Oh, there are so many people who just who want to buy my house. <laughs> and and I have I have gotten some insane offers yeah last person who like said hey i want to make a cash offer on your house yeah and keep in mind this is zillow that i'm talking about which is not anything you should take as like actual market you know i had had somebody offer me three and a half times what my house (laughs) went for you know yeah almost 15 years ago but like, and it's even that, even that is not enough to buy a comparable house. I was gonna say because like, I it's like even if even if I was to take this offer uh-huh. and and move out of this place, yeah, my rent is still less, or my my mortgage right. is less than most people pay for rent on their mm-hmm. apartments right now. Yeah, I can't, I can't fucking, I I can't just jump in and be like, hey, take an extra six hundred dollars mm-hmm. out of my fucking wallet for this place to live, you know. Yeah. God damn it, man. I, I love how the kids that Kyle mentioned are pushing 30, says Dan out there. Says, yeah, the 30-year-old kids in air quotes. <laughs> and Bob wants wants me to move into a trailer park. It's very cheap. I would, except that would be a self-fulfilling prophecy. A witch told me one time. Yeah. I can't do that because... I watched one too many of them get destroyed by tornadoes when I was living in Arkansas <laughs> as a kid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, the trailer park is a very soft place in my heart. But at the same time, it's like, nope, nope, can't do it, man. 
They're, Those double wides are fucking nice, but <laughs> they're very different places here than they are in other places in the country. Oh yeah, see, Bob, you just you just fucking ruined it for yourself. You said there's no tornadoes in 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 uh in Oregon yet. <laughs> <laughs> see, told you a witch, right? Yeah, you know, just hurricanes, tsunamis, Nazis. Yeah, yeah, fucking proud boys, yeah, <laughs> Nazis. Okay, got it. <laughs> Uh, Grand Priapism says, I just want to announce that I'm superior and I would never buy an apartment complex. I'm very cool and very normal. <laughs> I mean, if you got the capital to do so, I'm not going to I'm not going to be like Felicia and be like, how dare you own property and rent it to people? I still think that being a landlord is a scummy job. But <laughs> as long as you're taking care of your people, I don't give a shit. You if know? you're taking care of people and you're not, you know, if you're not, fucking do- if you're not Donald Trumping it, you know, yeah. <laughs> You're All right, fucking gouging people and be an awesome landlord. Yeah, make sure they got fucking air conditioning that works and yeah. like keep the bugs out of the building, you know. And don't raise prices every three months because ha ha, I can, you mm-hmm. know. Anyway, this uh, this last one that we have, he's like, I have twelve. Fuck me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says it's hard to manage two hundred tenants. I have twelve. Okay, I was thinking you were saying that you have twelve apartment complexes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've met people that have that many. Mm-hmm. That's too many. That's too many. You can't honestly run that. So we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. That is one big pile of shit. This lady, uh, this Tennessee Sheriff's Department uh, deputy is going to face civil rights lawsuit for allegedly baptizing a woman against her will. Right. Or at least maybe because she's dead now. Oh, I didn't know that one yet. No, oh, I hadn't yeah. read all the way through. I just copied and pasted shit. Well, Ooh. I don't even th- I, I think it's a, I think it's a follow up to the story, but she was she was found dead. She was just found dead. So a civil rights lawsuit against a former Tennessee Sheriff's deputy. And you know how we feel about the cops has been approved by the U.S. District Court judge last Thursday, accusing the deputy of baptizing a woman against her will during a 2019 traffic stop, said the Chattanooga Free Times Press reports. Uh, it had nothing to do with God or with saving her or... There's a lot of brackets in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're adding a lot of stuff in here. With saving her or with anyone being a good person, it had something to do with power and control. The woman, Mary Riley, alleges. So maybe she's still alive. <laughs> I don't know. The former no, deputy after all of this. Oh, okay. Daniel Wilkie was indicted in 2019 on 44 charges. 44 guys, including rape, assault, and official oppression after he pulled over Riley and during the course of the traffic stop found her to be in a possession of marijuana. You know, again, why decriminalize it or why make it legal and placed her under arrest. While searching her as she was in handcuffs, Riley said he inappropriately touched her crotch. Gross. And then he told Riley to pull up her shirt and shake out her shirt and bra, but he did not find any additional contraband. Wilkie and Riley next discussed religion. That's exactly what I want to have happen when I'm pulled over and being arrested. Sure. Tell me about your faith. 
Uh, officer, I'm a Satanist. <laughs> uh, uh, if you if you've got me in handcuffs, the answer to that is the same as yours. Uh, I don't answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> My faith is the same as yours. I agree with you 100. percent What are absolutely you? Absolutely everything. I know further. I I'm not saying anything else now. I don't answer yeah. questions. <laughs> Lawyer. <laughs> <sighs> They spoke for another 30 minutes. Man, you don't have to. T- I'm not I'm not telling her what to do post right. this whole thing, but you don't have to talk to the cops. I mean, they're certainly pretty good at making it feel like you have no choice. Yeah, they make you feel like you have no choice. But literally, they tell you once the handcuffs go on and you're being arrested. They're, they're anything you can. <laughs> they they are not. <laughs> they don't need to tell you. They only need your your Miranda rights only need to be presented and read to you when you're under arrest, when they book you. So not the time, not when they put the cuffs on you, when they put you in the car, when they get you to the station and they're processing you. But then literally anything they collect before then can't be admitted, though, right? Because they have to be able you have to be read your rights before they can collect information on you. Besides circumstantial stuff that they got from the traffic pullover kind of thing. I am not a law podcast, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it depends. Uh, we we know there's fuckery about. There's there there's is. no there's no standard for it because mm-hmm. there's the three tier right. law law system in this right. country, you know. Right. But that whole dramatized thing you see on TV where they slap you in the cuffs and hey, every day is shut the fuck your, up Tuesday. They're reading you, know? <laughs> you your rights as they're putting you in the car. Yeah, that doesn't happen. They don't slap the cuffs on you and then walk away with you saying, ah, you have the right to remain. No. But anyway, literally all they're doing when they're talking to you once you've been arrested is helping you build a case against yourself. Mm -hmm. So it is in your best interest to shut the fuck up when you're talking to cops. You know, when you're you mean when you're not talking to the cops. Oh, yeah. Don't talk to the cops. Right. Because that's not what it's supposed to happen. Right. I mean, when when you get pulled over. If they ask for license and registration, <laughs> here you go. Here I you go. Cops. And also, guys, everybody, I want to tell you right now, if they tell you to step out of the car, fucking get out of the car. <laughs> because that is the arrestable offense right there. If you don't get out of the car when they tell you to just saying that right now, most states are set up that way. Yeah. I know you don't want to. Fuck, I don't want to. And I've I've honestly never been told to get out of the car. But the thing is, like, once they tell you to do something, that is a lawful order from a cop. You know, they have a right to get you out of your car to question you about stuff. You could very easily say, I don't have I don't answer questions. You could say, I don't want to be I don't want to talk without a lawyer present. You know, you can give whatever Mm -hmm. excuse you want to say. But just fucking stick to it. (laughs) Don't be like. I'm not going to talk to you and then answer his questions immediately afterward about something else. Cause then he's pigeonholing your whole fucking, I'm not talking thing. It's like, yeah, that's admissible in a court, you know, Jesus, man. Also give them your ID time for lawyers is later. They will falsify documents, but don't admit or say shit says grand privatism. So, yeah. So they were talking for about 30 minutes and McRae left something, uh, left something during this conversation. Riley testified that Wilkie asked her whether her whether she had been baptized or not. She responded with concern that she may not be ready. And I'd be shitting bullets right now. Sweating bullets, not shitting bullets. Um, no, <laughs> shitting bullets works too. Yeah. Have you been baptized? A cop asks me. 
Oh, fuck, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but according to Riley's testimony, Wilkie told her that God was willing, was talking to him and assured her that if she got baptized, he would only write her a citation and she would be free to go about her business. And the judge's ruling explains, according to Riley, Wilkie also indicated that he would speak at court on her behalf if she agreed to get baptized. Riley decided to go along with his plan because she did not want to go to jail, and she also thought that Wilkie was a God-fearing, church-like man who saw something in her that God talked to him and testified that it felt good to believe that for a moment. Exactly, move on, Jenkins. What the fuck? Exactly. (laughs) Right. But hey, if I'm going to be arrested on trumped up charges especially when it comes to like drug drug cases and stuff like that you want to sprinkle some water on me and say some magic words and i get a citation (laughs) fucking a (laughs) (laughs) like if it's going to keep me from getting uh uh genocided in this state Mm -hmm. when the the right ultimately rises up if i have Mm -hmm. to pretend to go to church every sunday and spend two hours I'm going to fit in like a, I'm going to be the best goddamn Mormon you've ever met, you know? Absolutely. Just do me a favor, officer. Make sure your body camera is on because I would really like a recording of this. <laughs> right. You know, I'd like to remember this day. Absolutely. Please, so. please make sure, please, please, please make sure please your body make camera my payday. is on. And <laughs> now please repeat everything you Repeat just what said. you just said to me. Please repeat Okay, that. great. When later asked whether Wilkie gave her the option not to do this, Riley answered, what do you mean gave me the option? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't by gunpoint or anything. (laughs) Kind of was. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure he told me. I mean, I I don't know if those words came out, but I mean, I know that I didn't have to do it. I mean, I, I know that I'm a grown woman and I know I didn't have to do it according to the judge's background on what happened. The traffic stop happened in front of Riley's ex-mother-in-law's house. Ooh, that's a long phrase. Ooh. Ex-mother-in-law's house. Okay. And Wilkie suggested that Riley retrieve towels from the house for the baptism. After she got the towels, both Wilkie and Riley returned to their respective vehicles, and they both drove to Saudi Lake. No. Oh. Man. (laughs) At that point, you're no longer pulled over. (laughs) If he lets you get back (laughs) in the vehicle and he has not issued a citation against you, you're no longer pulled over at this point. Right. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Right. Saudi Lake, too. Come on, Uh, man. Although, although. He still has the power tripping over you, so. I would. I'd be scared shitless. Oh, yeah, I would, too. But on the way, it says here, it continues. Fuck, this is crazy. On the way, Wilkie requested that another deputy, Jacob Goforth, fuck me, this can't be a real story, came to Saudi Lake to witness the baptism. (laughs) Goforth believed Wilkie was baptizing someone who who he knew personally. Goforth did not learn that Riley had been cited for a criminal offense until he arrived at the boat ramp. You're getting baptized at the boat ramp. <laughs> Did he back the police car into the water with you tied to it? Yeah. <laughs> I wash you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Go forth a ver a verse. Man, that's that's that is a word you do not see very often in, in modern English. 
mm-hmm. Goforth avers that he asked Wilkie if he had thought about baptizing Riley in an offer to provoke reconsideration, but that Wilkie wanted to proceed. The lawsuit accuses both men of excessive force, assault, and intimidation, among other charges. And hopefully, there's there's uh, police cameras of shit about this, you know. Sure. I would sure. hope so. Sure. At, at the very least, she should be recording. You know, well, it, it is your right to do so. Right. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she just turned up dead, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this was just a news item that I found out this week. I didn't realize it, it got darker. Well, at least she got baptized before she died. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. You're an asshole, ex, but <laughs> I mean, all <laughs> right. That about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, you got any more of that good stuff? Yeah, that's a good enough time right here. Let's call it quits, guys. That's it for we got for this episode. Uh, thank you all for joining us once again this week. It's been a lot of fun. Um, many thanks to Kyle for being my, not being my guest, being the co-host this week. And uh, <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug? Anything going on that you're, you feel like you need to plug? I uh, really you can come find the Nerd Dome podcast occasionally. <laughs> uh, you can also find me twitch.tv slash Mr. Excremento. And it was really fun because I went on uh, I went on Zach, you know, uh, Zach Shut. Yeah. The guy that was with uh, Zydax Computers. Mm-hmm. He's got his own company in Arizona, Meta PCs now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, bad name. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but anyway, I, I go on to his live stream when he's building a PC with like one of the guys that works for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, hey. I've got video of Zach singing along to the thong song on video. If you guys, if you guys want to see it, make sure you follow me on Twitch. <laughs> and he's like, Mr. Extra. Oh, it's UX. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm getting called out by the CEO of a company on a live stream. Yay. It made me feel good. <laughs> oh, it was good times. Cause I've got, I've got incriminating shit about Zach shut. Good guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, get us any, did you get us any followers? <sighs> no. That's <laughs> <laughs> weird how that works, you know? Uh, I, it, it's funny. I go on, like, anybody's stream, and I immediately make it 100% better because I'm cracking jokes the whole time. Doing it for free. <laughs> and they're like, boy, I'm sure glad to have you along. God, Mrs. Snarky, you know, uh, Maddie's wife. Uh, yeah. Like, anytime... I crack jokes in Maddie's streams. Uh, the Dogface Gamer is what he goes by on Twitch, mm-hmm. or they go by on Twitch. And I crack jokes, and you can hear Snarky laughing in the fucking bra- like, like, like guffawing in the background. Like I don't have that effect on anybody else in my life, but some <laughs> other people out there are just like, <laughs> you know, in the background. And I'm like, God, that makes me feel good. I'm glad I can make people laugh. <laughs> 
It's a defense mechanism, guys. It really is. It's always been a fucking defense mechanism. <laughs> but yeah, I'm having fun on Twitch. It's a good time over there. Uh, find me Mr. Excremento. I, I do mostly Halo and Minecraft right now. I kind of want to get into playing some fucking like 2D, uh, um, like Metroidvania kind of mm-hmm. things. I want to. I actually want to play some of the Metroid games on there. That'd be fun. I got to take this monitor home with me <laughs> because my my fucking game monitor at home doesn't do picture in picture, so I can't like oh. do two different sources at the same time. So it's like fuck. <laughs> I can't play this on a delay. I need that sound and video to work the right way. I can't have like mm-hmm. if you have like more than like a tenth of a a second delay in control versus what's happening. It's goddamn unplayable. I can't do it. Yeah, it re- it is. It re- <laughs> really is. Yeah. And I've got a 4K capture card in my computer, so I should be able to do some of this shit. But I just I can't without an extra monitor. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, lots of fun happening over there. Um, yeah, go check that out. And also go check out the fucking Nerd Dome podcast. It's always a fun listen. So, yeah. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Hopefully you guys have a good week. Um, we'll catch you next week with more of this, of course. Uh, if you are a Twitch subscriber and Twitch watcher, we're going to end the show. Unfortunately, we got to go do the patron show. If you are watching us uh, uh, on, you know, YouTube or something like that. Uh, go find us on patreon.com slash Utah Outcast. That's where we're going to be continuing the show for like the next 20 minutes. And if you just happen to be listening to on, on a podcast, same deal. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, you can catch the one that comes out later in the week. It's just a, a, a rebroadcast of one that happened about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, folks, that's it for us. We're going to bring this to a close. Thank you for listening. It's been episode number 383. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Good night, everybody. Get fucked. Yeah. And I'm not going to say Bon Nui or anything like that. No. But no. No. Not at all. No. No. Oh, right. you kind of did. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for watching. We're going to we're gonna get out of here. And uh, yeah, get fucked with consent, somebody Always. Says. Oh, yeah. The sub- consent is implied. Fucking A, subscribe. <laughs> Follow us on Twitch. God. <laughs> I'm going to make it more of a Twitch-friendly thing here pretty soon. I keep saying that. It will happen. I just got to get through April, maybe May. So right. We'll, right. we'll see. Remember. Uh, I got bills paid. I, I got, I get, got, I got hosting dues. Fucking I don't even coming know up, what, so. do you, what is it. What is it called? Get twitchy. Get no. Everybody, <laughs> get twitchy. Oh yeah, get twitchy. Shit on the floor. I'm Mr. Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. We'll catch you next week. See you later. Let's go ahead and thank those patrons out there that continue to keep the show chugging along. We have Andrea Brooks, Becky Scott Fairley, Bethany Ring, CPT Miller 132, Hugh Robinson, James Russell, Cash Framke, Nate Smith, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Susan Turpin, The Godless Revolution, Timothy Smith, Winter Solstice 93, Arizona Atheists, Azozio, Ben Roberts, Evil Loch Ness, Divine Disbelief, Dr. Rick Boddicker, Elcor 420, Gary Gerfin, 
Glenn Albus, Henry Hutanen, Hylian Monkeys, J.LX2, Keith Young, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lotta Nilsson, Mark Cecil, Michael Murphy, Rob Foster, Ryan Stevenson, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, Jason Reed, Bicycle Legs, Brooke Moffat, Bitewise Marissa, GRX, Hellbound Hillbilly, J, Jeffrey George, Karen Sheets, Mary Dunlop, Michael Smuda, Mike Yoakum, Angus Draco Fergus, Ray Rudass Yankee, Roosevelt Howden, Terry Tryon, the, the Custodial Humanist, Tinfoil Hat Society, a noblest spirit and biggins the smallest man, a perfectly cromulent statement. Anwin Davies, thank you for the clip this week that, wow, that was some crazy shit. Bob K, Fireshard, Jartan Rayan, Michael Lundgren, oh, so this is how you change your name. Peter Magnuson, Philip Anderson, Stephen Andrus, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, Grand Priapism, Joseph, Peter Hockley, Phil Jessup, Justice Southern Atheist Gentleman, and Pedro Escobar. Thank you all so much for your continued support. Thank you, really. I mean, really? Really, thank you? Thank you, really. I mean, I don't know how to express it much more than that. 